0: Ah, you damn right. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday. Still super hot out there, but not as hot as it's going to be next week. I mean, look at it that way. It's going to be 107 next week. It's only like 100 today, maybe 99 where you are. We hope you're having a good day wherever you are. And we close in a little bit closer to football season, and we have all kinds of weird football stories for you today. Sometimes we talk about the dead zone and the dead time of year. It's usually not real because there's always so much to get to, even the the off-the-field stuff, updated conference realignment stuff that we've got to get to, plus maybe the greatest, unnecessary, cruel comments I have ever heard a coach throw out. And boy, am I glad he did it because it's July 27th. It's Chad and Zay on a Thursday. I'm Chad Hastings, and he is the one and only Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Man,
1: Sean Payton, you know the chronic's good if you go and talk like that. Because we know you like to hit the bong. And now, with the way you be talking,
0: you on that OGG kush. Some of those kids at the party taught him to talk like that. <laughs> That's what it was, Zay. Eh? He just lost his mind. That's how the college kids do it nowadays, apparently. That's that generation, huh? He walked in there. Somebody taught him the phrase, "throw throw some shade. And he took it way too far. Way too far. Sean Payton, my goodness. We will get to those comments. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing this, but Zay, uh, if you have the text line pulled up in there, our man Chris Bennett sent a few things today because he always does. We love you, Chris Bennett. But he sent out a, uh, a rookie card, to Mike Harge. Oh, man. Have you seen a picture of this sexy beast from 1992 yet? Where is CB? I can't find him. Holy hell. CB
1: sent us something real quick. I don't know where you're at.
0: Yeah. Okay. It came in at 1149 is the last time he sent us something. Uh, He sent a little little question to Craig and Keith. We got a picture of (laughs) Mike Harge, 92, with the Rockford Expos. Look at that man filling out that red, white, and blue.
1: That's a fly uniform.
0: That really is cool with the R, but it's also the Montreal logo. Yeah. Yo,
1: Mike Harge, Kaleen Ellison days with the Jerry curl. Iconic, man. Iconic. The Jerry Curl was, man, that thing was dripping like crazy. You know, when it got the sweat in there. I don't know how hard was a good quarterback, even oh, baseball player. Because wow. you know it got in his eyes. You know that Soul Glow got in his eyes when
0: you're trying to make plays and stuff. I you mean, know? I'm sure it was specially formulated not to get into tear ducts, right?
1: I mean, I'm thinking the Soul Glow, which who knows what was in that product. <clears throat> mixed with the sweat, mixed with the helmet slash hat. Is a reason why you see Mike cards in a lot of fedora slash hats nowadays, because the brother's bald and all them chemicals and stuff with the sweat and stuff, it just don't mix together. I understand, but just, yeah, Harsh to the fly dude.
0: Just way too much, uh, <laughs> way too much info hey, that's coming the, out. Hey,
1: yo, man, he was hating on my dunk. He was hating on forget, your dunk. Yeah, I forget.
0: One of my, I have a lot of favorite things about like day in and day out that I'm gonna miss. Uh, I will miss seeing Mike Harge every day, but I'm also going to miss the interaction off the air between Harge, Zay, and Rod Babers. It is one of my favorite things about my day. As we're doing the show switch, i just kind of packing things up. Sometimes I'm a part of it, and sometimes I'm not. But when those three start going at it, it is pretty entertaining. Specifically, Zay and Harge going at each other. <laughs> is pretty funny. (laughs) Like, if anybody's out there and they're trying to think of, like, an interesting show idea... That's a show idea I would give you. Harge and Zay, just have them sit in a room and go at each other about anything. That's my man. I love
1: that dude. He's always been in my corner, and, you know, he's always giving me game and great advice and stuff, and, yeah, he's just a funny character, and we have some of the same ridiculous humor, and, yeah, that's why we chop it up the way we do. So, yeah, even though y'all hear me hating on me, hates on me, it's always love with Mike Harge.
0: Absolutely, man. I I hope nothing but the best. Best for all the guys, but certainly Mike Harge. Um, I love listening to that show in the afternoon and, and uh, hope the best for everybody, uh, Mike Harge included. So, yeah, that card is, uh, is pretty impressive. Somebody was asking if we could uh – if we could retweet that mm. I'll, I'll i'll try to figure out how that could happen i might Yeah, I might
1: have to be a CB you might have to tweet that there you out go. and we retweet
0: CB There you go. CB, can you help us out? If you're listening in Washington state right now, we'll send out our message to the the CB 9000. If you put it on Twitter, we'll retweet it. There you go. Good good calls, eh. Uh, see, look at you. You're not even that far into the business in in terms of the career and time, but you already know that Chris Bennett is important. That's a key Oh man. That's a key factor.
1: So important. I realized that the First week of doing BNE, how yeah. important he
0: was. Yes, and realize this is what I'm about to say. Absolutely true. It's a total shoot, and it's not a work. I started technically in radio as an intern in '97, and first started doing a show in like 2000. Started producing stuff in '99 technically, and today is 2023. To this day, do you know how many people that I've worked with that have met Chris Bennett? Zero. None. Yeah. Not one. One claims to have met his sister. I don't know that I believe that. And I still believe he's a supercomputer somewhere up in the mountains where Aaron Rodgers did that retreat. Yeah. That's my theory. I respect it. Dude, I love it. It's one of my favorite, like, lay lows of all time. Like, at this point, he's laying low even better than The Undertaker did. Because now The Undertaker's even doing interviews. Right. And talking and helping fill in, you know, gaps and stuff and we all wrestling fans love listening to him now. But that's Chris Bennett's still going like Undertaker in the eighties.
1: Yeah, the only person that might be laying lower is Tupac. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, if we ever had the Chris Bennett hologram show up at Coachella, that'll be cool. That's what I want to see. No, I'm right. just playing, y'all. I know Tupac is no longer with us. Yes, but the, the hologram did show up that time. It did. It did show up that time. And a lot of people
1: say he's in like Saudi Arabia or something crazy like that or the motherlands somewhere in Africa. We just,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's been going on. Nobody said anything about Biggie. Biggie's dead. I wonder how many you think Biggie. No, no, ever, nobody ever said anything no, about Biggie. Biggie is Nobody pet, wants to make that one up. But people still think Pac's still alive somewhere.
0: I'd like to have a committee meeting of the group that thinks Elvis is still with us and the group that thinks Tupac is still with us. Which group is bigger? Which group is more fun to hang out with? Which group has other conspiracy theories? Or, like, is that it? Yeah. Right. It's like, so are you like one of those moon landing people? Or like, what are the other. Oh. No, no, no. like, no, this is it. I'm just a Tupac still alive guy, and that's it. Or I'm just an Elvis guy, and that's all I do.
1: Yo, you hear the UFO talk, all the alien talk that's going around on somebody. Yeah. You know, talking on a judge with the judge and stuff, and on Oaf and stuff, talking about, oh, yeah, man, that's UFOs and aliens and stuff. They got everybody freaked out. If I see an alien, Chad. I will go Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Men in Black on their ass. I don't play with none of that stuff. <laughs> I don't believe in it. But I'm just saying, y'all talking real crazy right now. And I know it's a crazy time. We won't see y'all much, you know, after this. But uh-huh. yo, I, I'm <clears throat> that's some crazy stuff. I'm not trying to be around any aliens, nothing like yeah. that. That mucks me up.
0: Give me a give me a rerack on that judge again. When did Cat Williams become a judge? <laughs> what, what was what was that judge again? <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy, enjoyed that one. It got kind well, of Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go I definitely can't do no Cat it Warriors. kind of got up there. See, I,
1: that's how messed up I am. I can't even get I my know. thoughts together because people talk UFOs, aliens and stuff, Some people get, theories. No. I can't trust no one.
0: We all have those things that freak us out. And I know for some people it is the alien thing and UFO thing. So hopefully you're not freaking out too much about that today. Uh, we will get into a lot of different sports stuff today, including at 1230. Uh, there have been multiple quarterbacks already declining the Netflix show for next season. We'll tell you who they are. Uh, We'll get to the Sean Payton stuff. But let's start with the college football. Let's start with some realignment talk. Zay, we saw it officially happen last night. This is one of those great things in life. I don't know if anybody's ever had this, but if you are trying to date somebody, like you want to date them but you're nervous to ask, but they let you know they'll say yes ahead of time. I don't know if you've ever had that, Zay. I've had it happen a couple times. It's glorious. It's one of those like, hey, by the way, if you're thinking of asking me out, I think it's a good idea. And then you're like, oh, really? So you want to go to the movies? Yes. That's kind of what the Big 12 just did to Colorado. The Big 12 went ahead of the Pac-12, or excuse me, went ahead of Colorado, and they voted unanimously to accept them as a member, and today... Colorado is supposed to now officially vote and have a border regions meeting or whatever has to happen for them to say we want to leave the Pac-12 and go to the Big 12 and say it will start in 2024. Colorado's free and clear after this year because the Pac-12 does not have any deals set in TV after this season. So Colorado reportedly will be going back to the Big 12 next year.
1: Yeah, we knew this was coming. We just didn't know when. We know the Pac-12 has been sinking and sinking ever since USC and UCLA jumped ship to the Big Ten. And I think it's just going to be a trickle-down effect from Washington and Oregon to Utah to Stanford and Cal Berkeley, like all of these teams that – We've seen from the Pac-10 to the Pac-12 that we know and love on that west uh, part of the states, like, that's about to be gone because they can't make any deals and they just have so many things going against them. Those games are so damn late. Nobody's up watching them. We know the biggest markets are out east in the SEC and the Big Ten and the Big 12. You know, they finesse their way in there and get in Colorado with all the hype that they got. Deion Sanders coming into town. So, Mm -hmm. I, I think think that's still, you know, at, at the end of the day, Colorado has to do it because, again, with what the Pac-12 is going on, you just can't risk staying in there too much longer. But on another side, like Deion Sanders, his health is a serious problem. and
0: Yeah, they've got to really hope that this last surgery took care of some things right. and they can get him going the right way.
1: Exactly. So, like, it's, it's hard to coach in the wheelchair I don't know if he'd make that work if yeah. anyone would probably make he, that yeah. work it would be Deion Sanders is he gonna have to
0: be on crutches he's gonna have to be on the scooter thing with the leg up and we, right. we'll have to see
1: yeah just all the things that he's going through like and all the stress that comes with coaching and recruiting and traveling and you know if you want to build a good program you got to do 360 days out of 365 that's what it is yeah. and I don't know how long he would last. I hope he lasts a long time. We know his son's there and stuff. Both his sons are there, and they got a lot of guys in. But, yeah, um, you knew it was coming, and I'm not surprised one bit.
0: So now, once Texas and Oklahoma are gone, we know the number was going to be back to 12 for the Big 12. Colorado will make 13. Start your jokes now. Big 12 is going to have more than 12 teams. But, Zay, if the goal is 16, I think the answer of what they would do other than that is pretty simple these corner schools that they've been talking about are Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. So I think those are the next three to look at. Pay attention to Salt Lake City, pay attention to Tempe, pay attention to Tucson. Those are your three spots for me in terms of what does the Big 12 do to try to claw west a little bit, get a little bit of mountain time. Then the next question for me, Zay, is what does the Pac-12 do? At that point, if that happened, they'd be down to six. Be six teams left. If they wanted to, including Washington and Oregon, assuming they haven't moved. So then the question is do you go? What I would do as a last ditch, let's see if we can keep this together effort, I would literally go to the Mountain West and take 10 of those 12. I know it's extreme, but it would get you to 16. And then you'd have to ask the NCAA or the CFP, all right, are we still a power conference or are we a group of five or now a group of six conference? So keep in mind, As we go forward, when they expand this playoff, Zay, remember, these 10 conferences get to be part of it. All of them do. The top six conference champions get in the playoff and then then six wild cards. It doesn't say power five. It doesn't say group of five. It's the top six conference champions. So can the Pac-12 scrape together something with Mountain West teams and what they've got left and say, we don't know what you consider us, But we're still a part of this group. Will they still let them be a part of this group of ten conferences?
1: What are the two teams that you leaving out of the Mountain West?
0: What I what I would do is I looked at the standings from last year. The four worst teams were um, were Nevada, New Mexico, Colorado State, and Hawaii. And I'd take three. uh, And uh, I might I might keep Hawaii for some obvious reasons. And then it may come down to a discussion of do you get rid of Colorado State or Nevada or New Mexico. Like you could keep two of those three. That kind of Or keep one of those three. Excuse me. You'd have to get rid of two. Right. Keep Air Force for the military connection, if you like that. There's some history with Air Force a little bit. Vegas, uh, keep them. I go Vo- Boise. I definitely keep Vegas. And as I've talked about, one of my favorites is San Diego State. I think right. they need to go Boise, San Diego State before they think about anything else. And
1: who are they just flirting with? They were flirting
0: with somebody. The Yeah, San Diego State was trying to play both sides because they were trying to play Mountain West if they need it, Pac-12 if they can get there. Yeah, and then Big Twelve if the Big Twelve called if your mark called San Diego State, oh uh, my I would God! Trump so quick they'd start packing immediately,
1: which I'm surprised he hasn't, especially with how basketball focused he is and the success that San Diego State had in basketball. There you go to the championship game.
0: Yep. So keep your eye on that story. More conference realignment. Um, I'm hoping this doesn't rip apart even more. You know rivalries and stuff. Uh, Colorado doesn't really have those going on. Colorado, you know, because of this. Colorado State's not going to matter that much. Maybe they get rid of them in the Mountain West and, and move it, move a lot of other teams over. But Colorado back in the Big Twelve, you know, Colorado, Texas Tech could become interesting if you do bring the Arizona schools. I thought that was interesting. I've always thought Texas Tech and the Arizona schools in a conference together sounds fun to me. That sounds like a good time both ways. Arizona State going to Lubbock, Texas Tech going to them, the part a legendary party school. That makes sense to me. Arizona, that that kind of stuff could work. So Dion in Colorado, uh, like Zay said, we certainly hope it's Dion in Colorado, uh, and we'll see what they do this year in the Pac-12, headed to the Big Ten, uh, Big Twelve in 2024. So starting in 2024, we're going to reset so many things and have an expanded playoff. It's going to be wild next year. Yeah, next season will be absolutely crazy. Speaking of absolutely crazy, let's give Sean Payton his love. The man's pissed off, and I'm kind of glad, Zay. I'm kind of glad he's pissed. He did an interview with USA Today, Jarrett Bell. Jarrett Bell's a guy I've had on shows before, way back in the day. He's one of the first big guests I remember getting on a show, one of my co-hosts back in the day. Shout out Hugh Lewis. Knew Jarrett, and we had him on. Great guy, does a really good job with USA Today, and has for years. He did an interview with Sean Payton, and Payton just went off. In talking about Nathaniel Hackett's job last year with the Broncos, Sean Payton said, quote, It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. (laughs) Zay, just that is farther than I've ever heard an NFL coach go. Have you ever heard an NFL coach say that about his predecessor? i I have not. I've never heard of anything like that. I'm trying he, to think. I have not. said, everybody's got a little stink on their hands. Asked about whose fault it was. He says, quote, there's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed, tolerated in the frickin' training rooms, the meeting rooms. And maybe a re- that was maybe a reference, to Remember, they let Russell Wilson's whole entourage hang out in the facility. He says, quote, the offense. I don't know, Hackett. A lot of people had dirt on their hands. Um, it wasn't just Russell. He didn't just flip. He still has it. This BS that he hit a wall, shoot, they couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. Dang. Tell him how you feel. Now, should he pay attention to that stat and maybe even mention it to the media? That's fine, but you don't have to do it that way. That's the mean way to put that stat out there. Uh, He said, it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed. And that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much effing time, and he said effing, he said the word, effing time trying to win the offseason. The PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around, and all this stuff. He said, everything I heard about last season, (laughs) we're doing the opposite. Yeah, that's cold-blooded.
1: See you week five. Man. The Jets come into town.
0: Oh, is that right? Oh, yes. I like that you looked that up. Yep. Oh, that's right. We're, we're, we're dealing with these divisions this year. So. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Nathaniel Hackett, now offensive coordinator for the Jets. So
0: you're, you're right.
1: Hey, maybe we might see it in Hard Knocks, too, because you know they'll be talking about it. I've already seen a little snippet of Hard Knocks where Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner are going at each other. It's going to be great coming out August 8th. But, yeah, Sean Payton, like, look, bruh, the weed is supposed to mellow you out. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's supposed to calm you down. You're supposed to go in there He ask you these questions and whatnot. So, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, last season, I wasn't here. What am I? I we're yeah. we're going to be a different team this year, and I think Russell's going to be a different player with me. That's it. You don't have to drag Nathaniel Hackett through the mud. And I get it. It was bad last season. And there's a way to praise your team and show them I got your back. And that, you know, guys, last year, get that out your head. Don't come in with any mm-hmm. doubt. Even though we're in arguably one of the best divisions in the football, like we're going to clear clean slate and we're going to be locked in this season. And it's kind of hard to get guys to, you know, when you change coaches and stuff, it's kind of hard to get rid of those bad habits and just those old things that you used to see on a consistent basis and a new coach coming in, trying to change stuff. So, I get going the bat for your team, but yeah man, there's a respect level that you got to have and there's zero here.
0: Yeah, we've I, we've seen little examples of ver, you know lighter versions of this when a new coach comes in or whatever. I think of Tom Herman, some of the comments he made about what was left by Charlie Strong and we can remember some of those little digs that you could feel, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't this vicious. He finishes off, by the way, by telling us all to watch Hard Knocks. Quote, we're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch. Hard Knocks, all of it. I can see it coming.
1: Dang. Basically saying like they're just a show.
0: Yes, they're paying more attention to the PR side. Now remember, Hackett's not the head coach in New York. Right. Hackett's going to be the OC with Aaron Rodgers. That's a very different experience but there was a lot of weird stuff in Denver. Uh, so we figured since we're going to talk about these West teams today, NFC and AFC West, Denver's a team I'm so interested in, Zay. They get a last-place schedule with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. And I know a lot of people have thrown both of them away, but I don't buy either one of them. I don't buy either one of them is done. No. I don't buy either one of them just got crappy all of a sudden. First of all, I don't know why anyone would say hey, Payton just got crappy. I don't think there's any evidence for that. But I, and I don't get it with Russell Wilson either. I know he looked weird at times last year, but I really think Sean Payton coming in there admitted. I'll admit it. I'm a Cowboys fan, and yes, he's one of the guys I think got away from Jerry. He may be the guy that got away from Jerry. I wish he'd been the Cowboys coach years ago.
1: Yeah, especially since he was offensive coordinator there with Parcells. Oh, he was in the building. (laughs) In the building. (laughs) It'd be different if it was just some random Joe Schmo. Like, no. Yeah, he was in the building. He was out there.
0: In the building with the best idea Jerry ever came up with for a head coach after Jimmy Johnson, and he couldn't see it. He couldn't tell that that guy was staring him in the face. Right in the room. So I'll admit that's part of my frustration here of why I trust Sean Payton, but I am watching Denver. And how about this, Zay? Because they're a last-place team, they get to play Cleveland, Houston, and Washington. Yeah, all that's,
1: three of those should be wins.
0: That's three games they can win, and two of the three are at home. They play Houston on the road. They play Cleveland and Washington at home. If you're a Broncos fan, you show up against Cleveland and Washington expecting a win. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. Right? You can show up against that home game with the Chiefs and Chargers and go, I don't know what you're going to do. That's allowed. But on those games, those are the ones you got to go win. I'm really interested to see what Denver can do this year. So we'll get into them a little later. But Sean Payton has officially gone off on Nathaniel Hackett. And you're right, Zay. They do play the AFC East, which means they do play the Jets. Did you see if it's Road or Home yet? Oh, they're going. The Jets are going to Denver. Oh, beautiful. So, he look, gets to host Hackett? Right. That's and, excellent.
1: And we know a big reason why Hackett got the job with New York is to bring Aaron Rodgers over. So they're tight. I wouldn't be surprised the next pressure we see Aaron Rodgers in, he makes a comment. Because somebody might ask him, hey, y'all heard what Sean Payton's saying. Yep. He's saying what y'all going around here is just for show. Y'all doing R knocks and stuff. He's dissing your offensive coordinator who you're very tight with. How do you feel about that? And this is an Aaron Rodgers who's shown us a lot of change with him, you know, taking, less. Like, money to spread it out kind of saying that I'm gonna be here for a few years and you know really embracing the New York Jets culture and what they got going on there I could very well see him backing up Nathaniel Hackett and saying something crazy like yo Sean Payton has no idea what the hell he's talking about he might not go as rude as Sean Payton did but I could see Aaron Rodgers or somebody on that team saying something to protect their offensive
0: coordinator. Wait a minute, Zay. You're telling me you think a media member would actually set Aaron Rodgers up to do that? <laughs> I
1: mean, you you know. think
0: someone in our business would do something like that? Sure, I would do that so quick today. <laughs> it's ha- it would happen today. Oh, they'll do it. Yeah, it's not going to take very long for those comments to get thrown around. So, uh, I know Rod Babers on the afternoon show will sometimes talk about the nba of other leagues. This would be the nba of the NFL. And it is when, when those leagues become a little more soap opera, that's when it sort of reminds you of what the NBA's got going on. Sean Payton's a part of that one now. We'll talk about NFC and AFC West coming up, at specifically at 105. Up next, how about this in the NFL? Multiple quarterbacks have already been asked to do the Netflix show next season. They don't want to re rack the same three guys, they want different guys. We'll tell you how many and how big of names have already said no to Netflix. Plus, you heard Zay reference Aaron Rodgers. We'll tell you about that restructured money and how much of it Aaron gets. Coming up pretty quickly next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Alright, getting started on a Thursday. I think there are some songs that when you hear it, it takes you to a spot in time. And then I think there are some songs that will just live forever because they're really good songs. This one's both to me. It's both. It sends me back, but this song still sounds so great to me, Zay. Hall and Maneater? Man Eater. Hall and It's a smooth track right here. Daryl's voice is so great so great the way they put stuff together the way they structured the songs the instrumentation was great it was an era where there was a lot of like fake sounding stuff a lot of keyboards got overused but they didn't overuse them a lot of a lot of horns got used the wrong way they didn't do that they they'd give you a little saxophone solo and it was perfect it's in this song the saxophone in this song it's perfect yeah just I perfect agree. Uh, shout out to Hall & Oates, man. I've never seen them live. Almost did, and then they had to cancel the thing, and I haven't had a chance to see him. Hope they're doing well today. Uh, all right, hope you're doing well today on this Thursday. There's a lot going on. In fact, uh, we already have the Robert Sala answer. Robert Sala's already been asked about Sean Payton's comments about the Jets and not about the Jets specifically, but about Nathaniel Hackett, which he did make a little bit of a comment about the Jets that we just went through. So if we can grab that sound, we're going to do it. But uh, that is coming. And he kind of took the high road. He didn't like throw any, you know, throw too much uh, crap back at Sean.
1: He said, you know, he's been a part of the league for a long time. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But hey, man. You ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. That's what I'm talking about. That's a G right there. How about that? That's what I be saying. When I be getting these haters flying in my DMs and mm-hmm. go, hey, you don't know ish, this and that. Nah, 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 nah. Man, you ain't got no haters, you ain't poppin'. You gotta brush those shoulders off like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, Salah.
0: That is one of those uh sentences that I really enjoy, but I could never say that. I don't think I could what ever say what you mean. You know, I mean, Zay, if you if you ain't got no haters, you ain't poppin'. <laughs> There's no way that could- and make that sound cool. Uh, he did say that, though. Then he said, so hate away. Obviously, we're doing something right if you got to talk about us when you don't play until week five. That's when they actually play the game. And as you mentioned it, Zay, it is a home game for Denver. And the pettiness that Aaron Rodgers can carry with him, is going to be something. Aaron Rodgers became uh, a bit of a villain member around these parts when he got petty with Mac Brown. Right When he was at Cal, yeah, and unfortunately, those two guys just got caught up in the politics of college football. I thought Mac Brown did the right thing because it was all politics. It was a pageant, just like it is until next year. and Mac had to stump for his team. That's how it worked. He used the brand he had. his brand was bigger than Aaron's, and they got the nod. Yeah, I don't think Mac did anything wrong, and Aaron was a little saucy about it, and probably is to this day. So I'm wondering what he'll do with that story.
1: And didn't if they he, get toasted in whatever ball game they went to?
0: They did get beat pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't focus. It was one of those games they didn't want to be there. Oh, they
1: wouldn't be there like Georgia Sugar Bowl. Blah blah. blah.
0: Right, because they thought they were in. You know, they thought they were they had earned something else, and they didn't stay focused, and they lost. Okay. Uh, one other quick thing. Um, I just see this hitting on Twitter. LeBron James has tweeted out uh, in regards to what happened with his son. Says, I want to thank the countless people sending my family love and prayers. We feel you, and I'm so grateful. Everyone doing great. We have our family together, safe and healthy, and we feel your love. We'll have more to say when, we re- when we're ready, but I wanted to tell everyone how much your support is meant to all of us. Hashtag James gang with a crown emoji. So that is good news that they're all together and they're safe. But they have released part of that. I think that's some of that nine one one tape. And uh, Bronny did need CPR. He did need CPR. They had to rush him to the hospital. And thank goodness somebody was there to help him.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying, man. Anytime those things happen, you talked about the stats. You know, a couple of days ago and. Yeah, just absolutely terrifying. You saw DeMar Hamlin come back in the training camp for the Buffalo Bills and the ovation that he got, that kind of just gives you chills. So, yeah, I'm glad that Bronny's doing all right. And this is the type of thing, if you're LeBron James going on year 21, it might make you think a little bit about like, hey, do I really need to keep playing? Because your legacy is there. I don't think you're going to win any more championships, especially with the Lakers. Just too many issues they got there, even with their we. Re- rebuilt roster but at the end of the day like he talked about just being able to watch his kids and stuff and i know it'll be a lot easier with brawny being at southern cal which is right up the street from crypto arena but still like we saw what happened to the greatest of all time when his father passed away now obviously Bronny's still with us but that changed like how he looked at the game and his drive Mm -hmm. he played baseball instead and we all know what happened there with mike so like these type of things it could alter your vision on what's really important and i don't know maybe he'll have that same drive maybe he'll use it as motivation but yeah this is a lot for the James gang right now
0: no doubt about it uh, by the way thanks to the texters who reminded us it was Texas Tech that whipped Aaron Rodgers that year ah, I had forgotten that's who it was but thank you Tech fans uh, for reminding us of that the Red Raiders got him. Uh, the Red Raiders who are soon going to be Big 12 brothers again with the Colorado Buffaloes we started there with Colorado heading to the Big 12 next year Sean Payton ripping on Nathaniel Hackett and now we come to a Another NFL story. Zay, you and I have both watched. Now, you haven't finished the quarterback documentary yet. Is that right? That's right. Okay. I got all the way through it when I had the week off. That was a, it was really, really good. But they're not going to just have the same three guys go again. They're not going to go Patrick Mahomes and Cousins and Mariota again. They're trying to find new guys. So let's tell them. Um, And I'll be honest, I heard you mentioned a couple of these names, but we'll go over them individually. Some big names have been asked and already said no to Netflix.
1: Yeah, big names and not-so-big names. And we talked about it yesterday, Chad, like – you know, if you're Marcus Mariota, you're probably having you know second thoughts about doing it this past year with mm-hmm. the way his season went. And a lot of these quarterbacks, they're kind of at that Marcus Mariota point to where they're not elite, but they could have their job taken any second. Like they're on the short leash. So mm-hmm. guys who have declined season two, Justin Fields, who's
0: really very okay. solid, I- Jalen Hurts. Okay, first off, if I'm Fields, I say no. Fit ten times. Yeah. yeah that would not – because he's not locked in yet. That guy's – to me, he is not locked in. Franchise guy for sure. I would definitely give it another year before I said yes. Yeah, they're just not good enough. Yeah, that that to too. That. That's too risky.
1: Yeah. You know, they're probably picked third to win that uh, NFC North. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I wouldn't do that either.
0: Okay, so you said Hurts said no.
1: Yes, Jalen Hurt said no, which – he seems like that type of guy. He doesn't want anybody in this business. Super
0: low key. Super low key. Yeah. you
1: know, he, he seems like one of those cats that doesn't want to brag about how hard he's working because it'd be kind of boring with him. I don't think he leaves the facility very often.
0: Yeah, I think it would be too. And this is, you know, since they have three guys, they can find what's interesting. But I agree with you. They had a moment. There's a moment after the Super Bowl where you see Mahomes walk up to him. And they have a quick interaction. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. I can see why he would have said no. Tua. I heard this yesterday in a press conference. He referenced that he decided to say no. And people are saying it's because he's so tight about family. That it's just like he wants to keep family really close.
1: I understand that, but nobody wants to see Tua going over concussion protocols and all that stuff when he gets hit. Like, he has a serious problem. Ooh. That'd get dark. I don't want to
0: see that. That's an interesting point. The NFL probably doesn't want him to do it, and they are I bet they're glad he said no. Yeah. Why would you want to put highlights? Because they'd have to cover it. Oh, for sure. They'd have to go into it. And correct me if I'm wrong, is this – I know Peyton Manning did the little intro thing. Is this ultimately done by the NFL and NFL Films? Yeah. Because if it is, then the NFL might have had a little bit of say in, uh, yeah, let's tour, Let's just focus on you. Right. Right? Let's not have everybody and everybody's camera in your house while you're dealing with all this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd that be a lot. Even though it would be exciting with Tyreek Hill and Waddle and they're going to be good this year. Even though, Chad, we have a breaking news announcement. Yes. Jalen Ramsey carted off the field today.
0: That's not good?
1: That's not good at all.
0: But you know what? We've had two carted off the fields, and they both don't seem to be as bad as they first thought. There was, what, the, who was it? The, the first one, I'm trying to think of the first one. Donovan Wilson, though, for the Cowboys Donald, yesterday.
1: He's out for about six weeks.
0: Carted off the field, but they think he can go in the opener. That We've had two of those so far. Somebody gets carted off. It was yeah, could, Gardner-Johnson. Thank you. C.J. Gardner-Johnson for the Lions. He gets carted off, and they think he's g- good for the opener. Same thing with Donovan yesterday. Hopefully, yeah. he's going to be okay, and hopefully, um, Jalen Ramsey's going to be okay. That would suck at this point in his career too, if it's this serious. If, if it's something serious, you don't want that.
1: Yeah, because they got Bradley Chubb, Howard on the other side. Their defense could be really yeah. good, along with a really good offense. So that, yeah, hopefully,
0: he's doing well. That, that's a good reminder too. I keep I keep forgetting that he ended up in Miami. He's going to look so weird in that uniform. I'm trying to. I mean, I've had to get used to him in a couple uniforms, but I got. I'd sort of gotten used to the Rams thing. Now I got to get used to Miami. Okay, go ahead. So who else said no to Netflix?
1: Sam Howell, Washington Commanders quarterback. Oh, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. You know, yeah, he would. Def. He's the. He's like not even where Mariota was, right? Or is he kind of where Mariota was?
1: I mean. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of where Mariota was. He's on the, he's on the quick leash. If
0: probably. I made him bet a million of his own dollars right now, if he's the quarterback in Week Six, would he do it? For sure. Like, come on, Sam, for sure. Like, guaranteed, you're the quarterback Week Six. I got you, a lot
1: of optimism for the boy, but Ooh. I don't mean nothing in the National Football League. I get yeah. why.
0: I get why he said no. Yeah. Uh, all right, anybody else? And then Matthew Stafford. Okay.
1: Who's coming off that UCL injury.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess I would sort of understand that. It's a weird process if you think about it because they filmed the entire season and we didn't hear about it until the offseason, right? Did we even know this was going on during the season? No. I didn't remember hearing about it. So now that we know it's out there and – You know, it's not it's not a secret anymore. Like, will we get to day one and and are they gonna find three more guys? Are they gonna have to adjust the show, not do the show? How many guys are gonna say no? Oh good Lord, please hang on one second. I need to I need to pray to the football gods real quick as a Cowboys fan. Oh dear football gods, please, please let Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott say no if the Netflix people call. Amen. Thank you.
1: I mean, it'll be mostly about Jerry.
0: Please, God, I don't need that. No extra. Oh, wait, I have to do it for the other team, too. Please, football gods, let Baker Mayfield's ego not take oh, over so much great. that he would say yes to the Netflix cameras. Now, in a way, he needs that just Dude, to show, you know, at some, how good of a guy he is. At some point, they're going to go through Netflix, the Netflix meetings, and somebody's going to go, hey, 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 Baker Mayfield's replacing Tom Brady in Tampa. Guys, huh? They still have talent. There's still talent there. There's still stories there. Great weather. Anybody up for that one?
1: Yeah, there's. I'm trying to think of everybody else in the league that plays the position that maybe would do it. But, again, we saw how Kirk Cousins, like he's literally seeing a shrink every week Yep. just so he could stay, you know, mentally sane. Because the position is just so damn stressful. Yeah. So if you're somebody like Tua, they're like, man, I don't want them to get into family, or you're on the hot seat, you know, your leash is quick, or just you're trying to focus on the Super Bowl contender, and it might be it might cause a distraction. Like all those things, you got to consider. But, okay. Somebody, ah, man, it's
0: tough. Longhorn fan throwing out an idea. Colt McCoy would be a great one. Start the season as a starter, likely return to a backup role. But you don't want the guy that's guaranteed to do that. Uh, Colt's not – I mean, I love, look, I love Colt McCoy as a guy and a possible story. But is Colt McCoy interesting enough right now for Netflix – I mean, really think that I mean, through.
1: It'd be, be tough.
0: I don't know that that's the guy. Somebody said Chase Daniel will say yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he he will. If you need that, somebody says it's Peyton Manning's production company doing it, Omaha. So it's his, I guess it's his his group. But that that it just feels like NFL film stuff yeah, to me. But so yeah, all
1: the mic'd up not. stuff like that's NFL films.
0: Somebody said how bad badass would it be if they got all the QBs from one division? That would be an interesting idea. I would I would make. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow tell me no, and th- now that you've done Hurts, I'd, I'd start with Burrow, then go Josh Allen, Herbert. See, no. Herbert just got the money. Oh, he can't I would stand abso- the camera. I would absolutely ask. He'll say no. That's a hell no. He would probably say no, but I would ask all those questions. Kyler
1: man. wouldn't do it, and they probably wouldn't want Kyler to do it because oh, he's just such a
0: miserable person. Well, if you watch their hard knocks, yeah. like you see what Kyler would be like as a third of the show. <laughs> that would be tough. Ugh.
1: Now, you know who have good potential? Huh. Geno Smith.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That
1: wouldn't be bad. That's not I, bad. I think he has good enough personality, and he's confident in himself, and I think he could see it as helping his career for, you know, just being promoted and stuff. I, I could see Geno doing
0: it. They also need to think about these brand new ones. They need to think about Richardson, Stroud, and Young. Would any of them say yes? Would any of the teams allow it? Would Frank Reich dare say yes to that? Would the Colts folks dare, Colts have a new coach and trying to figure that out? Would they dare say yes? Yeah? I'd tell them all to say no. I would tell them all you don't need the invasion. I've said that for years. I love these shows, but I would say no to all of it. The Longhorns, that thing they do during the season, I think it's great to watch. I'd say no in a second to it. And hopefully, when, if I'm Steve Sarkeesian, one thing I'm thinking is, hey, when we get to the SEC, can we get rid of this thing that LHN has been making us do or whoever's making us do it? I don't want to do an every single day hard knock show during our season. Yeah. And whoever's saying next, a yes to that hard knocks in season that they came up with on HBO, that team's nuts every year. Yeah, it's tough. Who was it last year, though? Cardinals. Cardinals. They they were the all season. We got to watch Kyler unfold all year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's entertaining, but that's not good for a football team. They should all be saying no. Interesting. Fields, Hurts, Tua, Sam Howe, and Matt Stafford have all said no to Netflix. All right, speaking of the NFL, up next, Travis Kelsey. Speaking of no, Travis Kelsey says he got dissed by an icon. You will not believe who it was. Next on The Horn. It's not often I hear a song and I think of a man in a bathtub, but this is the one. All right, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, this is it. No, he never sent me the pictures, but that's the video. That's how it starts. You see Prince in a bathtub. And then he, I can't remember what happens then. Does he stand up? Like, as you you pan in, I think he stands up and gets out of the bathtub or whatever. Uh, Prince with When Doves Cry. Slightly big tune for him back in the day. Yeah. Just a little bit.
1: You realize you've brought up not only Prince being in the bathtub, but also D'Angelo.
0: I have brought, we brought up the D'Angelo yeah. video yesterday. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. you got some vivid video memories
0: and that head of yours. I don't, I don't control what's in the video. We just happened to have brought up You played two songs Well, you played a song yesterday That eventually got us to D'Angelo And this one literally has that in the song Yeah You know I'll tell you again. That's the I'm in- judging. the video is the video. Both
1: for classic songs.
0: Yeah, they so really. So I get it. They definitely are. I get it. There are certain songs, man. When I hear it, all I do is go to that video. Uh, kind of like with Man Eater, although Man Eater went out as much. I have. I don't really think of that video specifically. Prince and Hall and Oates getting us started today. Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. Lots of stuff going on football wise. We'll get into a wild NFL story here, and then get into the NFC and AFC West. So many big names, players, stories. Now this Sean Payton ripping on Hackett story, now that lives in the AFC West. And, yes, Denver will host the Jets. Uh, we do have Robert Sala's response ready to roll. We'll throw that in the crap bag or get it in the next segment either way. Let's get into the crap bag real quick. I'll also tell you about Travis Kelsey here. Chad's Crap Bag.
1: Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of
0: crap brought to you by av consultations 255-8678 or go to AVconsultations.com. no doubt about it the biggest concert tour of this year and this summer and for a while now has been taylor swift and this eras tour and because she's going to all these nfl stadiums we're also getting crossover stories aaron Rodgers went to a show i think stafford went to see her uh when she was in la and zay when she hit kansas city travis kelsey went to the show But then he went on the podcast that he and his brother do, and he ripped Taylor a little bit, saying that he was disappointed, quote, I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs she sings. Uh, If you're up on Taylor Swift concerts, there are friendship bracelets, and I had received a bunch of them, but I wanted to give Taylor Swift one with my number on it. And, of course, his brother had to ask, hey, uh, do you mean your jersey number or your phone number? And Travis answered with, you know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) And then he says she doesn't meet anybody, or at least she didn't want to meet me, so I took it personal. My thought on this, Zay, is Travis Kelsey needs to dial his own ego down a little bit. Even if he's joking here, that's a dumb thing to say. Don't say you take it personally. You of all people should know that everybody has game day rituals. You can't honestly believe that Taylor Swift cares that much about you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if she's even a Chiefs fan or anything like that. Like,
0: well, that part of it might have a little. There may be a little something there. I've never heard her specifically talk about it, but she was, even though she was raised a little bit in Nashville, she was born in a town in Pennsylvania. Okay, so the conspiracy theory would be that she's mad the Chiefs beat the, the Eagles and she decided to diss Travis Kelsey because of it. There we go. I don't think I'm giving— Now, Taylor is into details. I've learned that being the father of a Swifty. She's into all kinds of details and Easter eggs and giving the fans little hints here and things like that. I don't know if she'd go that far, but as this story points out, if she has a song on her next album called, like, 87 or Yo Travis or something like that, we'll know that she did care.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. But Travis Kelsey, I don't know why you want her anyway. She's just gonna have you be another statistic, just like the rest of them—John Mayer, McGuire, all those guys. That she just cuts you off whenever it gets deep. Whenever she goes on tour, she starts thinking she's by herself, and she realizes, you know what? I don't need a man like everybody thinks I do, or like I thought I did. And she just cuts your ass off. So Travis Kelsey, you don't want to be a part of that, bro. And plus, you got your own life when you're. you're. You're on the road during the season. Now it's different because the NFL. You basically come back home every week. But yeah, man, she don't want you. She ain't worried about you. And plus. It ain't like he got the best resume either with his ladies. He had that one mm. whack-ass reality show that was like The Bachelor. Yeah. So he's a player. That's that true. Travis Kelsey a player. Yeah. And he had that one sister that he was with that I don't think he was really faithful as he could have been. And he just straight up told that girl, like, yo, you got to pay for your own life. Like, I got my money, mm-hmm. and I know we're together, but you got to hold your own. And she didn't respect that. So Travis Kelsey, Arf, he kind of a
0: dog. Yeah. I would kind of like to hear Taylor, you know, rhyming things like tight end and Andy Reid and Mahomes, and I mean, if she, you know, then she can pull that off. <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> been giving her a lot of credit here. I think Travis is a little bit out of bounds on that one. That's funny though. Uh, the idea that he actually showed up with a, with, if he really showed up with a bracelet that had his phone number on it, that's pretty crazy. All right, so that's the latest on that story. Uh, coming up, we'll get into some NFC and AFC West discussion. You want to throw the Salah out? How long is the Robert Salah? Um, we'll throw it out when we come back. When we come back, okay. Robert Sala has responded to what Sean Payton had to say, even though it wasn't about him specifically. He's a you know the head coach of the Jets, so he responded to a Payton statement. We'll make we'll reset that for you, and then we'll talk NFC and AFC West. Kansas City involved, obviously, and the Niners. Remember, Cowboys fans, you got to take on those Niners this year. We'll talk about those two teams and the rest in the West coming up on the Horn.